1: Welcome back Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. I am Seth Liebson. He is David Dull. Our phone number is 602 Of course, it would be on a prominent podcast on mental health that Michelle Obama would broadcast her political paranoias and propagandas. That's what we do now here having repudiated the abuse of psychiatry in the smolders of the Soviet Union, where if you opposed the Marxist regime, you were deemed mentally unfit. Today, the industry has become such an adjunct of our politics that it no longer distinguishes between scientific fact and political science opinion. Suggest alternative mitigation strategies for COVID or oppose certain strategies as baleful in other areas of public health, you are a science denier. The Association of American Medical Colleges tells us it, quote, works to advance diversity, equity and inclusion principles across the continuum of medical education and that beyond medical education, the AAMC is committed to DEI across all its services, programs and projects. Over 40 medical schools in America have dropped the MCAT, one of the best predictors of performance in medical school, because of its yield of disparate racial outcomes. Ohio's largest children's hospital has guidance for doctors to circumvent parents' involvement in transition treatments for children. The Lancet magazine published a 50-page report justifying the thesis that Donald Trump was, quote, a president whose disdain for science and manipulation of hatred jeopardized the health of the world and its people, close quote. Right here at home, the University of Arizona College of Medicine is launching a new, quote, anti-racist curriculum, close quote. I could go on. Now enter the area of mental health, and you can only imagine... So it was yesterday on The Nation's, perhaps the world's most prominent mental health podcast, Jay Shetty's On Purpose, that Michelle Obama was asked about what her biggest fears are right now. Her answer began with a discussion of the wars across various regions and the future of artificial intelligence to climate change and voter turnout as being problems on her mind with America's upcoming presidential election remaining chief among them. And then she said this, quote, Those are the things that keep me up because you don't have control over them. And you wonder, where are we in this? Where are our hearts? What's going to happen in the next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. Close quote. Terrified. In less than a week, we've gone from the Democratic Party strategy of saying Republicans are a threat to democracy to now saying they are a threat to our health, especially mental. Let it be pointed out everything we knew until yesterday. Those who stoke unnecessary and unwanted fears in people are the problem, are the tormentors, are the agitators and instigators of the maladjusted, taking the well and making them feel unwell or adopt illnesses of the mind. Stoking unwanted fear used to even have a word, fearmonger. Paranoid was another word for such people. What they caused when adopted were known as phobias, which meant abnormal or irrational or imaginary evils and fears. Almost everyone used to know the word hypochondriasis or health anxiety. Sometimes it got so bad we even took joy in inflicting it on others, as in the Munchausen syndromes, to oneself and on others. In literature and parlance, we know this can take over entire institutions, as in the phrase, the inmates have taken over the asylum. As rendered to us in the Edgar Allan Poe short story, The System of Dr. Tarr and Professor Feather, where all the mental health patients imprisoned the doctors and created what they called a soothing system. And we know the proselytation of paranoias using group traits to create group slanders can infect entire regimes as one sees in the madrasas around the world with regard to Christians and Jews. And also the works of Joseph Goebbels and Lenny Riefenstahl. At a far milder level in times of war, one perhaps has heard of psyops. When Vladimir Bukovsky exposed how the Soviet Union was imprisoning people with mental diagnoses for having political dissenting thoughts, the World Psychiatric Association threatened to decertify the Soviet Union. Its medical organizations simply seceded from the WPA to avoid such confrontation and to continue on its merry Marxist way. The use of all this for domestic politics and political outcomes here in the United States is a new turn. Joseph McCarthy was lambasted universally for stoking irrational fears. As it turns out, he may have been irrational. The fears he was trying to communicate were not. Still, his name stands as the negative poster boy for such efforts. It led to popular books and theses like The Paranoid Style in American Politics by Professor Richard Hofstetter, one big tome against conservatives. But the left, as usual, adopted the very thing it condemned. And in 1964, Fact Magazine published a front cover stating over 1,000 psychiatrists, quote, say Goldwater is unfit to be president, close quote. Not a one of those psychiatrists examined Barry Goldwater personally or telephonically or in any other clinical way other than by reading about him. Some of the responses in that magazine were these from psychiatrists, men trained in mental health and medicine, quote, Barry Goldwater's mental instability stems from the fact that his father was a Jew while his mother was a Protestant, close quote. Another, quote, I believe Goldwater has the same pathological makeup as Hitler, Castro, Stalin, and other known schizophrenic leaders, close quote. But today, here we are again. We do indeed today have a raging mental health crisis. Some of it fueled by a population that may normally succumb to such diseases. But one cannot deny that there has been an investment in frenzy and confusion. Frenzy, of course, meaning an unhealthy state of mind, as in frenetic. When you look at the teen and young adult propagators of mass violence, particularly at schools, that's A, new in scale, and B, coming from a population that almost every time will show a positive drug screen and or a disturbed mind. On that disturbed mind, one of two things is almost always true. One, adults and peers witnessed it for long periods of time and either ignored or coddled it, and or two, fed and nurtured it. What's it. What does it do to a society's stability, mental, social, otherwise, especially to children, to go on years-long campaigns, saying an entire party represents the worst form of evil in history, as in Nazi or fascist? What does it do to a society's stability, mental, social, otherwise, especially to children, to go on years-long campaigns saying an American president is equivalent to or worse than Hitler? What does it do to a society's stability, mental, social, otherwise, especially to children, to go on years-long campaigns saying an entire party's leadership is in the presidency by dint of foreign influence and thus illegitimate? What does it do to a society's stability, mental, social, otherwise, especially to children, to go on years-long campaigns saying an entire society, their country, is systemically racist? What does it do to a society's stability, mental, social, otherwise, especially to children, to go on years-long campaigns saying an entire society is at risk of death from a virus that, at the snap of a finger, radically uproots children's entire educational And social fabric and routine, yanking them out of school, closing schools, closing playgrounds, closing athletic activities, shutting down parks and recreation, closing down religious services, forbidding the visiting of other family, especially dying grandparents, and pitting family against family and friend against friend in mitigation, shaming, and one-upsmanship, and giving them more, wait for it, screen time. All this is represented by and bought into ...by a popular former first lady who, in clarity, needs to take her husband to a mirror and heal thyself. Michelle Obama's first concern is war. Under whose administration did Russia invade Crimea and then Ukraine? Under whose administration did ISIS develop and get dismissed as JV? And what caused its development? Under whose administration did Syria engage in a national bloodbath and refugee crisis... ...utilizing internationally banned weapons? Under whose administration was Afghanistan turned over to the Taliban and saw our closest Mideast ally take on the worst slaughter of Jews since the Holocaust? Under whose administration is there serious talk, again, about the safety of Taiwan? But by all means, ramp up the fear of more existential threats, as in Greta Thunberg-like implanting of hysteria in our children. What did the fox tell the boastful frog in Aesop? The signs of sickness can still be seen in your own face. The lesson, boastful, hypocritical, claims are unhealthy. They just need exposing. We used to learn these lessons to know how to act as adults. But then again, perhaps we all suffer from arrested development, a psychological condition caused by traumatic effects and events. Now, quick, who is causing that trauma? Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show, coming to you live from the 960 Patriot Broadcast Studio, brought to you by the veteran-owned Midas Gold Group, your trusted source for precious metals. Rob is in surprise. Happy New Year, Rob. Happy New Year, Seth. I uh, It's good to talk to you again.
0: I've you too. been listening, but Thanks. I just, again, I always learn more by listening. But um, I wanted to ask, uh, you know, your monologue was sensational, and I think it should be maybe put in uh, a publication of some sort, whether it's the, uh, you know, Washington Times, New York Post, or the Wall Street Journal or Time magazine or someplace oh gosh, because right. I think that's one of the uh one of the issues is that I think a lot of people in terms of the general public uh don't quite get this whole mental illness problem. Yeah. Um and and of course you know when it comes to the shootings and when it comes to the crazy thinking of the left um, and the crazy actions of the left, they just don't seem to get it.
1: They load you know, the right? gun, they pull the trigger, yeah. and then they blame yeah. the shooter.
0: The, exactly. Uh, it's it's just very uh, astounding to me. Anyway, I, I would like to see your monologue
1: Thanks. You're written kind.
0: down for others to understand, maybe even dare I say put it in the Washington Post yeah, it can be if they'll accept you has that ever happened by the way
1: has yeah 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 I've um, uh I have written probably well let's see probably I five op-eds for the Washington Post under other people's names unfortunately uh not oh I don't think my own I've ghostwritten eds no. for the Washington Post, I think. I don't think I've ever oh, okay, written good. One. I don't think I've done one in my own name. I've done one in my own name for the Wall Street. I've done them for the Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, other yeah. public. I think in the Post and the New York Times, never in my own name, I don't think.
0: Oh, okay. Well, like Publius or something. You know, <laughs> to, uh, other, names other names you've heard. Other names you've heard on
1: this show, but not mine. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you, uh, one of my daughters got me the Harry Jaffa book, uh, you know, A New Birth of Freedom. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and w- it's, it's, it's a little slow in reading because there's just so much information here. Um, I didn't know uh, that, you know, his first book, which I think had to do with uh, pre-Civil War, um, his second book, this book, was supposed to be really about the Gettysburg Address. Yeah. But instead, yeah. he goes into, uh, basically, I guess, from the Lincoln-Douglas debates, yeah. uh, slamming of uh, Calhoun, and a bunch of other things. Um, it, uh, it's really, it looks to me like he's just kind of uh, talking, you know, about the obvious for us, I guess, the, the political rights uh, of everybody and natural law and self government you know each man should do precisely as he pleases with all which is exclusively his own that almost sounds like Ayn Rand in, in a way um but the bottom line i think you know and this this reminds me of something i heard from our uh, vice president quote unquote yesterday was uh, they were talking about uh, or she said something about the civil war was all about slavery well uh it It's harder to describe than that because what happened, you know, to me, it was fought to preserve the Union, but the Union uh, was having a hard time being preserved because the South and the secession that happened in, you know, 1860, 61. Uh, this was right after Abe Lincoln became president. And so. Uh, it was an attempt to sort of nullify the election because they didn't like Lincoln because he wanted to uh, stop uh, the slaveholding. So in that sense, yeah, it was about slavery, but really uh, she forgot to add uh, preserving the Union, nullifying an election that somebody the South didn't like, and with that uh, sort of uh, negating the consent of the governed uh, in a In a
1: polity of equals it's a, it's or, about all of that to be sure yeah. to be sure,, yeah. but it's like you can't say Roe versus Wade was about choice right choice to what um you can't yeah. leave i mean slavery was the driving issue of the Civil War. Uh, to doubt right. that is to doubt all the secessionist statements in their in their articles of of secession <laughs> they They right. told you that they they made no bones about why they were seceding, and it wasn 't over oh, yeah. some ethereal right of secession that they thought they had it was over the cause right. of slavery and Of course, if you read lincoln 's second inaugural or in fact any i mean they why, why did they secede before he even was sworn in, seven of the 13 Confederate states? Uh, but, yeah I, yeah, I mean, yes, it involves everything. And, and it involves, yes, not only natural law, but not only constitutionalism. Everything you said, everything you said, issues having to do with nullification, Calhoun, whom you mentioned earlier, and his political philosophy. Sure, all of that. Uh, but slavery was the was the obvious and driving force you know it was interesting oh, to yeah. me when Nikki Haley got so caught up on this. Do you remember her very first comment to that guy in uh, New Hampshire who asked the question she said boy you don 't come with the easy questions. Do you remember that was her preface and then the next oh, day yeah. I'm trying to clean it up, you know when she cleaned it up or tried to on those radio interviews, remember what she said? <laughs> she said, "Of course, slavery is the easy answer." Mm-hmm. You know, I, so I don't know where this whole notion that it wasn't about slavery comes from, but it's like saying yeah. Roe versus Wade wasn't about abortion.
0: Well, yeah. And and I think, again, you know, the southern states were arguing for, in addition to the other stuff, states' rights. And that was based to
2: on
0: a separation
1: of states' state rights, rights from to natural rights. To have slavery uh, a yeah. woman's right to finish the sentence? Have an abortion? That's right. Okay.
0: Yeah, but anyway, uh, that's that's. I, I look forward. I'm obviously not near done with it because slow and complex reading, but I'm I'm very impressed with Mr. Japa and uh, what <laughs> he's written. Even the even even the foreword uh, was was pretty good because uh, Alan Gelzo. Kind of laid out a lot of this stuff uh, ahead of time, which was very helpful for me because I didn't really know what to expect. Um, in Alan you know, Gelzo's coming... first
1: book, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, I, I am responsible for introducing Gelzo and Jaffa personally. In Alan Gelzo's very first book, Abraham Lincoln, Redeemer President, I read it and I thought, boy, this has Jaffa all over it, but Jaffa is not mentioned in there. And I wrote yeah. Alan Gilzo, who was at Gettysburg College at the time, as an e- a very polite email, and I just said, I wondered if you've ever you know, stumbled upon Harry Jaffa's scholarship because it read so much like it. And he said, have I? Of course I did. Did you read the footnotes? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't, and it's all ja- – and I said – "You know, he goes, I-, I love his work. I've never met him. I said, would you like me to make the introduction? This was before Gilzo was yeah. very famous. And so I, I was the uh-huh. one who made the introduction. Yeah, I can claim that as a point of pride. I'm sure they would have met without me, um, just as I'm sure there would have been a civil war at some point or another, if not in 1860, 61, rather. But uh, I can take pride in that. Two great scholars, giants of scholarships, Gelso and Jeff. Thank you, Rob. Happy New Year. Be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. John Dombrowski brings us our culture and economy update. He's the president and founder of Grand Canyon Planning Associates, LLC. You can uh, reach out to him via his website. Learn more about Grand Canyon Planning at grandcanyonplanning.com. Hi, John. Happy uh, Tuesday.
3: Happy Tuesday.
1: I don't know what days feel like anymore, but today doesn't feel like a Tuesday to me.
3: No. Slower, slower, faster. I fast don't know. Week. I, colder, <laughs> maybe colder.
1: <laughs> colder.
3: I got to get like you. that. It is. Yeah,
1: I got to get yes. you a Dagny dog, so you know what I put up with at four thirty in the morning.
3: No, I'm the same. I was out there last night barefoot, you know, letting my dogs go potty. And I'm standing there thinking, you know what, I probably have to go potty, too. <laughs> I won't. Have to. Hurry up and go so I can <laughs> go right, in and go. All right.
1: All right you answered the question. John, this is kind of an interesting new rule that the Biden administration is proposing posing mm-hmm. um, it's a test as to how the categorized payroll new biden administration yeah. rule could impose stricter tests for uber lyft and others to classify workers as contractors can you tell us a little yeah. bit about this
3: you know a couple of years ago this was really pushed hard in california yes. uh, and a lot of these uh imp- these a lot of these companies um basically said hey if we've got a you know say doordash you know people can or even uber drivers right if, if you want to Turn your Uber driver sign on in your car, you can, and all of a sudden you're part of the Uber process and can take rides. Or you can turn it off, right? You've got control of your destiny, basically. Yes. So there are certain things that uh, employers uh, and employees, that relationship, uh, that make – uh, someone either an employee or possibly an independent contract. And one of those are control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have complete control over whether you want to work that day or don't want to work, it's kind of hard for somebody to categorize you as an employee of a company. Yeah. But, but this is what the administration, administration is trying to do. And it is going to increase cost if they do something like that. And it's not just going to be for these uh, rideshare companies. It's going to be for a variety of different uh, areas of, of uh, industry. And uh, there is a guideline that um, is in place for um, companies that if they control – uh, individuals uh, for their company uh, to a certain degree, then they would be considered employees. And you can you can probably make an argument for that, right? If I yep. say you have to be here from 9 to 5, and here's your task of duties, and here's your responsibilities, and here's all the things that you have to do, um, then maybe you'd be considered uh, an employee. But if it's an open door of when you want to come in or not yep. come in, yep. uh, there's a little different yep. uh, feel to that, yep. and I think we'd all agree. So oh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out.
1: You're always uh, interested in um, protecting uh, individuals' financial and other security. Sure, um, that includes being subject to hoaxes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, compromises, data mining, etc. Mm. Turns out even the SEC is not immune, right? The securities exchange commission, right? They got they got hit today, didn't they?
3: They did. This is interesting because you know there's this, um, uh, you know. All the investors out there on Wall Street are waiting for the possibility of an exchange-traded fund uh, that would be allowed to hold Bitcoin. And this would be an easier access for people to be able to buy and sell Bitcoin on a regular basis. Uh, and uh, it's interesting. SEC has been contemplating this and doing the research whether or not they're going to approve this fund that has been out there. I think they eventually will, and it could be very short in a very short period of time. But today there was an announcement on X, apparently yeah. on the SEC's account. Yeah. That uh, was misleading. And based on that information, uh, the Bitcoin um, went up a bit, went up quite (laughs) a bit, (laughs) spiked up and uh, probably some people made some money. And then it uh, after it was found that this was a fraudulent uh, post uh, up on their account, uh, Bitcoin pulled back. Um, so it is kind of interesting. It just goes to show us all again how vulnerable yeah. we all are as, yeah. as individuals. Could you imagine the Securities and Exchange Commission now is being hacked, yeah. their account? Uh, what does that mean for the average individual out there? That's why it's so important for you to, you know, have good passwords and, and that two factor authentication and tra- that, that,
1: Talk to trusted advisors. Talk, talk to, to trusted, trusted advisors. advisors. You
3: bet. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, with our, Accounts, we're very uh, cautious and careful of how we uh, send data to our clients, and uh, we're, you know, we have these regulatory, um, you know, things that we are imposed imposed upon us that we have to deal with to make sure that we protect this information. It's very important, and for anyone who's ever been hacked or if you had a bank account hacked or anything such as that, uh, you know, it's a bit of a nightmare. So, please, (laughs) as always. Make sure you have good passwords and, and don't use the same password for every every different login that you have out there. Thank you, J.D. You bet. And again, as you said, people can go to our website at GrandCanyonPlanning.com, request an appointment with me, sit down and talk about what you're doing to plan for your financial future. Securities and advisory services offered through Creative One Securities LLC, a member of Fin Rett and an investment advisor. Grand Canyon Planning Associates LLC and Creative One Securities LLC are not affiliated. And as I always say, don't run out of money before you run out of time.
1: Go get them, buddy. Talk to you later. That's uh, Dion DeMucci That would be right. Singing a Bobby Darren song.
4: It's a double blind.
1: Raise your hand if you interviewed Dion DiMucci on radio. My hand is up. Do you know what he does with his time now?
4: Radio interviews?
1: Well, yes, but uh, outside of that? No, I don't. He helps drug addicts in their recovery. That's awesome. I love those stories. I just should, love those you should, uh,
4: stories. You call him up for your organization. <laughs> he might Hard be a little
1: Stop. old. This was this was 10 years ago. I think I, I know he's still alive. He he you know, might be a little old. Yeah, I know he's still alive too. It's well it's uh, good to see uh, visiting in this. I love when visitors. It's like Mr. Rogers neighborhood where Mr. McFeely comes by or something like that. <laughs> visitors walk by, we pull him in. We have Mr. Tim Andrews our sales Speedy manager delivery. My yeah. question is, yes. is
4: what is a little old? What do you define that at?
1: Oh, I think—I'm I'm just guessing that Dion must be about 85 at this point. Can you double-check on that, Double D? I'm guessing he's about 85. <clears throat> yeah, best guess. Um, but I'm glad you're here. 84. He a- was very close. 84, yeah. Um, I'm glad you're here, Mr. Andrews, because you and I like to talk food. Food.
4: We are all about
1: food. And young David is a bit of a foodie. Gourmand. <laughs> he's going tonight to a special bread Dinner, a bread dinner. It's a bread dinner. I don't, it. Dinner. No, I don't get crazy. it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Explain yourself. You said I'm going to a bread dinner. I did I said, not use Stop. Those words. Stop. Stop. Save it for radio. This is
4: defamation. I didn't use. What did you words. say? A
1: dinner made of bread.
4: I said I'm going tonight to uh, participate in a European custom which you may know of, and a lot of countries have this, and I know it's popular in Latin America, popular on the Iberian Peninsula, and in this case we're doing it in the French tradition, and it's a ring of bread in which a little tiny plastic baby Jesus is baked into it, and then you slice up the bread, and uh, whoever eats the piece of bread that has the baby Jesus in it has good luck, I think. Um,
1: Do you know of this, Tim? I've never heard of it. I've Rosca de this? Reyes, I think.
4: Yeah, it's like the bread of the king. The round of, yeah, of the bread of no the three kings. Idea, um, what the French translation of that would be?
1: <laughs> well, it, it, the bread of the three kings. Do they put the baby Jesus in before they bake it or after?
4: I'm pretty sure it's before because it's random, you know. You well, just, then it's
1: melting throughout. This is not good.
4: Well, maybe it's really tough plastic.
1: I'm hoping it's not plastic of any it, kind. You
4: don't want it to, you know. Shatter in your mouth, and you don't want the, you breath.
1: don't want the 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 synthetics melting throughout the bread. This is more of a
4: ritual. Maybe I,
1: I wouldn't call it a dinner. It's not a dinner. It is a ritual. Yes, and I would say the winning person is the. I mean, you know how to maximize your chances here, right? This isn't brain surgery or plastic surgery.
4: I have a, <laughs> literally. It's not plastic. I have surgery. the French name. Galette de rois.
1: Okay, rois, rois, kings, yeah, so three kings. It is
4: the bread of the kings. I know it's a it's a Latin tradition. You
1: know how you know what to do though to maximize your chances, get a take a really big slice. A really
4: big slice. <laughs> I right that so would be either, the obvious thing either to do. You're here. Very lucky or very glutinous. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but is there a protein? I, I'm not going. I'm not going down the road of calling meat protein. I hate that. Would you like to add a protein to that? Use the word. Do you want some shrimp, chicken, or steak? So what's the protein with the bread? What's our, Is there going to be some shrimp, chicken, or beef, or fish with this?
4: Maybe there will be butter. That's a protein.
1: Not really. No. No, oh, you're
4: right. I have no idea. I'm just in it for the bread.
1: Uh, okay, but bread is not a meal. Just as soup is not a
4: meal. <laughs> um, we, we have another You, you realize that. What
1: we have another visitor? Yeah,
4: we have another visitor. Yeah, it's we a, have another visitor. It's a visitor. busy day in the neighborhood. Uh, Miss Terry got up from her desk and decided to bring me a plastic baby.
1: Oh, is it a baby Jesus? You can cheat. That you can put it in your piece. <laughs> like you can cheat.
4: yes. I can fake it. Yes. Apparently, we've done this in the office before.
1: We've made Reyes de de uh, uh, Rosca de Reyes before. So says Miss Terry. Not true. Yep. I've been here ten years. It's we not have true. the
4: Jesus to prove it. We've done this. Apparently, I wasn't here. It must have been more than three years ago,
1: or ten. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it must, must have been, been more than ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim,
1: what what might you say on behalf of anything,
4: if anything? I like this tradition. You like? It. I would like photos. Use the microphone, like to have Tim. Complete Tim, a, there's a microphone. There. Breakdown of how it went.
1: Yeah, we're going to need the report tomorrow.
4: What if I'm the unlucky one? Then maybe I won't want to report. Well, on then it. we'll keep our distance. Or I'll have to embellish my reporting.
1: <laughs> well, you don't have to be unlucky. You now have the cheating piece.
4: I feel like oh, it's hey, not hey, the best hey, look at me! I won, <laughs> and then
1: it becomes awkward when the other person does. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Then there's, there's then then it becomes awkward. And I will. I
4: will. I will palm this for tonight. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, keep it up your sleeve. Keep it up my sleeve. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I will. Yeah, just to hedge the bet a little yes. bit.
1: In the tradition of, you know, three kings and religion and I'm, Christianity I'm making and all i sure honesty. that
4: 24 is really going my what way.
1: What happened to Rick? I was about to go to Rick. Uh-oh. Did he drop off? Have him call us back. What's going on? You uh you doing well? Family good? doing good? Happy Family's New year. doing it's great.
4: It's uh It's
1: going to be a busy year for awesome us on there. radio. I think so. Yeah, good. I think so. All right. Got anything else? The dogs are doing good.
4: Dogs are good. Yeah. Although I do have one of my dogs that is basically chewing up everything in the house. In fact, she chewed up a brand new book that I had laying next to my bed which was a journal that my daughter gave me. Chewed it completely up.
1: A journal of your daughter's writings?
4: No, it's a journal for me to journal. She said, oh. "Dad, here's a book and she decorated it for me and it was like absolutely a diary. beautiful." Yes. Mm-hmm. and sophie chewed it up so that, that you are that's
1: like the one thing you can't do with someone's diary <laughs> it's it's it take, well take it uh, for your own purposes right and eat it it's like the one thing the one no no <laughs> all right i gotta go to rick bless you sir happy new year it's always good to see you my door is always open even though it's shut hello rick
2: Hi, Seth. How are you? Sorry about that. I was telling David I, I thought you guys, you know, you had an important conversation going on there, and I didn't want to interrupt it.
1: I am sorry, Rick, but every conversation here is important. That is not a I one-off.
2: understand. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to interrupt. Okay. Hey. hey, I'm calling you, Seth, because I hope you can help me. I did a very foolish thing. My email program crashed and i did not have it back to-
1: yeah, that's the kind of show this is. Yeah, <laughs> Where are you, no. all your technical computer problems? Join, yeah. Join I have the... heard tale of these kinds of radio shows.
2: Okay, hey,
1: do I, but, you recommend the 486 byte uh, <laughs> IBM, or is it is, really? or is that new? Is that new uh, iMac i have seeing with the pretty green and blue and orange colors is just as good? There yeah. you go. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Go. No,
2: yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping you can. What help do you me? do
1: when the Wi-Fi doesn't connect with your uh, <laughs> all, all the same product lines and can, yes,
4: that's
2: the kind of show we are. There you go. No, no. I'm, uh, seriously, I'm hoping that you can help me. The reason being that uh, sometime back I sent you an email uh, that had some information and I think some, uh, a photo or two or whatever of a 150-year-old warning against the Democrats and the Democrat Party. And this was a photograph of a headstone of a supporter of President uh, Lincoln, and a very close, apparently, uh, 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 friend and supporter of President Lincoln's. And for his headstone, he had this obelisk made, and the obelisk, Hold, hold yeah.
1: the thought. Let me take a break, oh, okay. and I'll take a search through the emails, too. Be right okay. back. Welcome back to the Seth Lipsen Show, portions of which are brought to you by the good people at Y-Refi. They have a great and flex for you where you can turn your income on or off. You can compound it, whatever you like. There are absolutely no fees and no attack on principle if you ever need your money back. And, of course, you get a monthly statement. With no surprises, the secure collateralized portfolio from Y Refi uh, is uh, will allow you to earn up to a ten point two five percent fixed rate of return, ten and a quarter percent fixed rate of return, and it's not correlated to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. Check them out at investyrefi dot com. That's invest the letter Y then R E F Y dot com, or give them a call at eight 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 Y Refi twenty four. Okay, Rick, I um. I yes, save sir. all my emails, so it's entirely possible. Okay. That, uh, what you? But I'm. What I came up with. You. You aren't thinking of the ten, the ten things from William John Henry Betcher, are you? You're not
2: thinking of that. No, 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 okay. no, no. That that he he was. Yeah, those are really good. But th- this is something. This was a uh, a close friend and supporter, and um, might have even been related by marriage or something yeah. i don't remember exactly but uh when he died uh he had this uh, uh headstone this marker uh, uh erected over his grave and the, from memory what i'm i'm thinking is that the what he had inscribed on that warning about the democrats it could have been written about biden and the democrats to, today Okay, and I'm and I was thinking, oh man, so, but then Nathaniel
1: I, Grigsby,
2: that might that might be it.
1: Southern Kansas Plains, he might have been forgotten. Um. Uh, except for what his gravestone said. Through this inscription, I wish to enter my dying protest against what is called the Democratic Party. I have watched it closely since the days of Jackson and know that all the misfortunes of our nation have come to it through this so-called party. Party, therefore, beware of this party. Uh, That's the one. Greek has received mentions from the likes of Alf Landon and John Kennedy even (laughs) Uh, died 1890 at age 78 Um, I don't know that there's a link can can uh yes 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 he went to school in Indiana with Abraham Lincoln. Well done, sir. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Okay. Now tell me his name again, and I'll just look it Nathaniel up. Nathaniel
1: Grigsby.
2: Grigsby. Grigsby. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I should be able to find it. That I, I, way.
1: You know, I'm I'm here for you. I'm here for yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Seth.
2: Thank you. I
1: appreciate it. Well, let me turn it into a larger point that we shall explore in the next segment, which is as much as the Democrats protest against the Republican Party being that of treason, uh, I shall talk to you in the next hour about how they doth protest too much. We'll be right back.